You know the old saying, desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, that couldn't be a more accurate description of what one woman had to do when forced by tragic circumstance. Mary Ann Bevan agreed to bear the title of the world's ugliest woman in order to feed her kids. But as it usually goes, her story starts out ordinarily enough. Mary Ann Webster was born in London in 1874 in a big family with seven siblings. She was a pretty little girl, healthy and cheerful. After finishing school, she started working as a nurse. And at 29, she got married to a man named Thomas Bevan. They had two daughters and two sons together, and it looked like this young couple was on the road to a long, happy life together. Mary Ann's health issues didn't seem serious at first. Her wedding ring started feeling a bit too tight. She went up in shoe sizes. But swollen fingers and feet were pretty normal after having kids. Tiredness, trouble sleeping, and numbness in her hands? This could easily happen because of so much work she had to do around the house taking care of her family. She wouldn't even pay attention to these early symptoms. It took some time for the changes in her facial features to become noticeable. Her brow bone, jaw, and nose got larger. Her teeth became more spaced apart. The doctors initially had no clue what was going on with her, but as time went by, new symptoms started appearing. Her hands and feet were becoming abnormally large. Her face was changing drastically. Her skin was thicker and rougher, and her voice got deeper and hoarser. There was no trace of her former beauty left, and her overall health wasn't looking good either. Joint pain, worsening vision, and migraines became all too familiar for Marianne. What this poor woman had was a very rare condition called acromegaly. As few as three people for every million are diagnosed each year. The disease is a hormonal disorder that's usually caused by a benign tumor in the pituitary gland. This is a little gland under your brain that's responsible for releasing different hormones. So if there's a tumor disrupting its work, then it can cause an excessive amount of growth hormone to get released into the body, leading to abnormal growth in soft tissues and bones. Nowadays, acromegaly is treated successfully with surgery, radiation therapy on the pituitary gland, medication, or a combination of these methods. The main problem is getting the right diagnosis early on. Since it's such an uncommon disease and the physical changes don't happen overnight, the symptoms often get put down to other causes. But if patients get the right treatment, then they do just fine. Unfortunately for Marianne Bevan, there was no cure or successful treatments for the disease back in the early 20th century, which means she was doomed to live with it and somehow put up with its symptoms. Marianne's husband was nothing but loving and supportive throughout their 11 years of marriage. But when he died in 1914, Marianne found herself with hardly any money and four kids to take care of on her own. And you have to remember that we're talking the early 1900s, way before there were fair labor laws to protect people from discriminatory treatment. That is, it's highly unlikely that any business back then would have just taken her on as a normal employee, being that she was visibly disfigured. So all she could do was play the hand she was dealt at a time when humanity wasn't so humane. Her disease might have been incurable, but it became a source of income for the widow and her children. She learned that there was a contest being held in England for the title of the homeliest woman in the world. Again, we're talking the early 20th century, so such offensive things were pretty popular, despite being unimaginable nowadays. Anyway, a cash prize was offered to the winner, and Mary Ann took her chance. It was easy to win. She did stand out among the other candidates for her appearance. 
After that, Bevan realized that the only chance for her family to survive was to earn a regular living this way. In 1920, she got an offer from American showman Samuel Gumpert to work in Coney Island's Dreamland sideshow. In other words, she'd become part of a freak show, where she'd join other people with different illnesses and abnormalities to entertain the masses. There were giants and dwarves, a bearded lady, a huge fatso, a snake man, Siamese twins, sailors covered with tattoos all over their bodies, and other freaks. This is all, of course, how they were dubbed and introduced to viewers back then. Believe it or not, freak shows go way back to 16th century England, when people with physical deformities stopped being feared and started to become a source of curiosity for the public. And with this new curiosity, businessmen saw an opportunity to make a profit. Showmen would find people with unusual or frightening features and travel with them around Europe. They'd sell cheap tickets for an opportunity to see their show. Around the middle of the 19th century, freak shows started gaining wild popularity in the U.S. It even became a sort of outing for the whole family, kids and all. The show's leader would think up all kinds of stories behind the performers' deformities to really get an ooh-ah out of the audience. And since people didn't really have the medical knowledge we do today, they'd believe anything they were told. Plus, the popularity spike in this unusual form of entertainment was also in part because choices were limited as far as how people could spend their free time. But by the mid-20th century, cinema was on the rise, and great strides were made in medicine to explain scientifically that some people are simply born with physical deformities or develop them later in life, like the case with Marianne Bevan. Thus, the mysterious factor was lost, and the shows started losing their widespread popularity. But until then, people like Marianne Bevan were left to make a living on their condition. As unfair as it might seem, it was pretty much the only way for them to put food on the table. Apart from her work in the sideshows, there were multiple cards that read, The Homeliest Woman in the World, with Mary Ann's picture on them. She took this title in stride and would bear it for the rest of her life. In the picture, she wore a modest white blouse and a dark dress according to the fashion at the time. At the shows, she was sometimes put in more masculine clothes or those that highlighted her abnormal figure. Today, we can only feel sorry for her, but if it means anything, the public really did adore her, and she was one of the most popular artists in the show. Mary Ann was also a patient of the famous neurosurgeon Dr. Harvey Cushing. He actually made an attempt to bring it home to people that it was cruel to make fun of her appearance. In a 1927 letter to Time magazine, which had published pictures of her in a mocking way, he wrote, This unfortunate woman who sits on the sideshow of Ringling Brothers has a story which is far from mirth-provoking. She, previously a vigorous and good-looking young woman, has become the victim of a disease known as acromegaly. Being a physician, I do not like to feel that time can be frivolous over the tragedies of disease. But even decades after her death in 1933, at the age of 59, another doctor would stand up for Marianne and those like her. In the early 2000s, a prominent greeting card company started selling expectation versus reality cards about blind dates. In the picture for reality, there was a homely woman with disfigured facial features. And when Dutch endocrinologist Dr. Wouter de Herder saw them on sale while he was on vacation in the UK, he was utterly shocked. He immediately recognized the woman in the photo as he'd just written an article about Marianne Bevan. He said that it was unacceptable to make fun of the woman who suffered from a grave disease and had to live in pain for most of her life. 
the card companies stopped selling the card immediately and expressed their regret about the whole thing. Marianne Bevan's story is a pretty sad one, but I think it's also good to look on the bright side and be appreciative for how far we've come in our mutual respect and compassion for our fellow human beings. Do you know any other examples of people making the most out of a tough situation? Share your thoughts down in the comments! And if you learned something new today, then give this video a like and share it with a friend! But hey, don't go anywhere just yet! We have over 2,000 cool videos for you to check out! All you have to do is pick the left or right video, click on it, and enjoy! Stay on the Bright Side of Life!